T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It is 835 Total Information AM. Debbie Monterey and Carol Daniel with you this morning. It's time for our weekly visit with our KMWX legal analyst, Brad Young of Harris Dow Fisher and Young. Brad, welcome back. Thank you, Carol. First up, many have been following the murder trial of Alex Murdoch. He's been accused of killing his wife and son in South Carolina. As we know, the judge allowed his financial crimes into evidence. Um, explain why that's a victory for the prosecution and how the defense reacted. Yeah, this is actually a a rare occurrence, Carol, for this reason. Typically, past crimes or allegations of past crimes are never admissible in court for the present crime. So he's being charged with murder uh, of his wife and son. uh, But past financial crimes shouldn't be relevant or admissible because it could prejudice the jury. But what the prosecution had to prove here was that the murder or the alleged murder of the wife and child was connected. There had to be some sort of a nexus or a connection between those past financial crimes and the crime, the alleged crime of murder. And prosecutors were able to meet that threshold with the judge. So this truly changes the entire outlook of the trial, because where prosecutors did not have an enormous amount of actual evidence against Alex Murdoch. In this instance, this is going to uh, put the whole case in a whole new light for the jury. Does that still seem like a potential place for an appeal for his, for Murdoch's side? Debbie, you, uh, you analyzed it perfectly. It, when this case goes up on appeal, and I'm sure it will if he's convicted, uh, that will be the focal point of any future appeal, will be whether or not the judge erred by allowing that financial uh, evidence into a murder trial, that would be the focus point. So our second legal story, if you will, is Missouri's recreational marijuana sales began last Friday. We've talked about expungement uh, before with one of the attorneys behind um, a a concerted effort from UMKC's law school. But you say it's going to take time to make it to work through all these uh, expungement cases. It it truly is, Carol, because uh, unlike many states who have legalized marijuana and said that that those who have been convicted of marijuana related crimes can petition the court in the Missouri situation, the ballot initiative that changed the Constitution made the state responsible for expunging the records. That's a a financial burden, but it's really a physical burden because uh, I, I looked up the numbers just yesterday, Carol, and approximately 700,000 individuals have been convicted of marijuana crimes in Missouri going back decades. And currently three to 4,000 are currently under court supervision or some sort of parole from marijuana-related crimes. It's going to take a lot of physical time for the courts to go through all this. It's going to take years, frankly, to get this done. And the courts are saying they need more funding to hire more people to meet the expectations of that ballot initiative. And it's going to be a, a large hill to climb. Well, speaking of ballot initiatives, we do have a lot of them that show up on the ballot from time to time to change the Missouri Constitution. 
A Republican-backed proposal in the Missouri House would make it more difficult to amend the state constitution. It would go from a simple majority voting yes to 60 percent. Um, for example, the marijuana legalization vote, how do you think that that ballot measure would have fared if this had been in place then? Yeah, there's a very good chance, Debbie, that if the current proposal were in place uh, last election, the marijuana initiative would not have passed. So what Republicans have done in the House is that they've passed this measure to raise that bar to 60 percent. Now, it's going to go to the Senate where it's expected to pass later this week, uh, and the governor will probably sign it. But here's what's interesting. In order for this to actually impact the Missouri Constitution, this will also have to go to a vote of the people. In other words, the legislature can't change the Constitution on their own. It's going to have to go to the people. So we will get an opportunity to vote on this. Ironically, uh, it will be a majority vote. But by a majority vote, uh, it will change the Constitution to raise that bar to 60 percent. And that could that could be on the ballot as early as uh, at the end of this year. And I wanted to run one story past you that just came to light yesterday, even though it's basically a year old. We're working on a story about a woman recorded on a ring doorbell um, outside of South St. Louis home several times. One time she's hitting the door with a hammer. She's filmed taking their mail and shouting at them, calling them illegal. Um, KMOV is reporting that the circuit attorney's office said the, the case from police uh, a year ago was marked non-urgent. But as of yesterday, they've elevated the case. So, one, I, I didn't know the cases were marked in that way and then never reviewed. What do you make of this? Well, it, it doesn't surprise me at all, uh, Carol, that, that there's, or there are situations where disturbances are marked as not urgent. If someone calls and says a dog is barking, the police aren't going to consider that to be an urgent uh, a police call. And if you just look at it, uh, on the facts of saying, well, we've got a neighbor who's harassing us. Neighbors, and I have to deal with this a lot, even in the legal profession, where people come and say, my neighbor's harassing me, what can I do? That's a very common occurrence. But as soon as you see that video, Carol, that that video is horrific. It's scary. It's like something from a movie when the woman is wielding a hammer at the at this uh, Latino family's house and their and their door and trying to break into their basement. Now, in this instance, she could easily be charged with assault because under Missouri law, assault doesn't mean you actually hit someone. It also includes placing another in fear of imminent harm. And that video clearly does that. So this has been ratcheted up. And uh, I believe the police and the circuit attorney's office will give this uh, very close attention now that it's gained public attention. Yeah, reportedly, the police had told this family, don't worry about it, essentially, which when you see the video, you, I'm worried you would about be worried. It. And I'm... the woman was arrested. That's what maybe might make it more, even more confusing, Brad, for people that she was, in fact, arrested but not charged. So now it's in the circuit attorney's attention and she they're going to do something. So, well, I, I don't see how anyone uh, in the in the uh, police department or the circuit attorney's office could arrest this woman and not charge her if they saw the video. Uh, in other words, if you just went on the facts that said, well, this lady was yelling at this Latino family, uh, I can see where that would maybe would not garner charges. But if you watch that video, my goodness, it's frightening. 
And uh, and I hope that police take this seriously now. Right. And, and she took their mail, which I thought was a federal offense. I mean, it, right. Because it, it wasn't once that she was coming over. It was several times. A number. Yeah. Of yes. Times. Mm-hmm. Always great to talk to you. And, uh, and as you help us wade through these legal issues <laughs> that we all face every single day, Brad Young. My pleasure, as always. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.